Navigating today's real estate market can be tricky. Do you want to buy a house, sell a house, stuck with a house and don't know what to do? Get the professional help you need. This is Florida Talk Real Estate with Jim DePola and Nathalie Medina Rowe. Call our team of experts now. 1-877-927-6969. This is Real Radio. Yes, it is, and good Saturday morning to you. Welcome to another edition of Florida Talk Real Estate. That is your toll-free number, 877-927-6969. We are live on this last Saturday of 2017, and you're welcome to join us with your questions, comments, concerns in the world of real estate. I'm Johnny C., your air traffic control. Let's get a starting lineup on a Saturday morning. I have Antares International Realty, a top-producing Keller Williams team. Always very well represented because, well, there's Jimmy D. Hello, Jim DePolo. Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year. We're close to it. Yeah, we're just about there, (laughs) are we? Yes. Let's keep going around the horn here. We have the mortgage guy from the mortgage firm. There's Mike Rao with us. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, morning, my friend. Yeah, Jim, you were a little premature there with the Happy New Year, right? I don't know. I like saying Happy New Year's right when we're building up to it. Because you only get to say it a little bit afterwards, I almost, when I walked out of the house this morning, I said, is it snowing? (laughs) <laughs> right, because there was a little bit of the mist coming down, yeah. and you could kind of feel. I was like, "Oh, that's uh, that's Florida snow, right?" Florida there. snow, Florida snow. That's right. <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas next year already. <laughs> already, and it's always good to have the guy with the name on the sign, ladies and gentlemen, from the law offices of Paul A. Krasker. There he is. Good morning, Mr. Krasker. How are you? Doing great. How you doing? Fantastic. Always good to have you with us live on Saturday. Like I said, the last Saturday of 2017. Yes. Coming in, getting her done. Keeping the people informed. Where do we starting off with there, Jimmy D? Next next Saturday will be the sixth anniversary, six full years on the show. Wow. Uh, will be next uh, Saturday. Can you imagine six full years? That's crazy. Yeah, we're going in. We're rolling into year seven now. Can you imagine? Goodness gracious. So um, I wanted. We have a lot of really good stuff to talk about, but um, the, I have two pieces of business I want to get through uh, right away that are just important. Um, we're going to be doing open a house today from eleven o'clock to two p.m. Um, at 262 Northwest Ferris Drive in Port St. Lucie. Um, our team member, Mike Stone, will be out there, uh, man in the fort, so please go out and check it out if you want to find out about it. You can go to our uh, Facebook page, Florida Talk Real Estate, where we're live right now, so everybody say hi. What Hello, up, we're live on Facebook hi. right now. Hi. Hey. <laughs> hey there. So don't forget to like our page, but you can go over there, and you can check out the property and get the directions. You could also go to floridatalkrealestate.com. And you get to meet the man, too. Yes, you can. Yeah, and, Mike Stone. Yes, and uh, go down to Featured Properties, and there's property in there from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. I said that already. Very uh, cool. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Um, uh, also, um, this house is a really nice house, Johnny. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath home with a really killer backyard and pool. Um, it's got a much larger than normal screen enclosure area. The pool has a nice little uh, waterfall on cool. the end of it. It's it's a very, very nice house. It's nicely priced at one ninety nine nine. Where is it again? It's in Port St. Lucie. Ferris, so, you said? Ferris Drive. Uh, F-E-R-R-I-S. Is it that way? Yeah. F E R R I S. Yeah. Ferris Drive. Sounds great. Yeah. So it's you got to check it out for uh, under two hundred thousand three bedroom two bath pool home. Uh, One of the things that you we're noticing is, and we're going to talk a little bit about this later today, is that uh, because of the pricing in Palm Beach County, a lot of people, a lot of buyers come to us and um, they want to buy a home, but maybe because their credit isn't that good or they don't have enough uh, for. a total down payment of what they would really need to get the mortgage under control. When they come to us and, and try to look for properties, uh, they become very frustrated in Palm Beach County. Port St. Lucie is a really nice honey hole, if you don't mind the commute, um, to get really nice homes for under $250,000. Okay, yeah, no so doubt. it's a really great place to so check it out. Now, um, the other thing I want to announce is, is uh, related to the law office, Polly Krasker, and I'm fi- really excited about this. Now, I don't know how this is going to work out, Paul, so I'm just going to be honest with you right now. <laughs> we'll take our chance. <laughs> but we are going to be doing our first Facebook Live event next Wednesday at noon. Cool. And we're going to have Barbara, who was here just a couple of weeks ago, talking about the hardest hit fund. Yep. And with a uh, hat, right? That's right, mm-hmm. with the Homeowners Assistance Division, which is part of uh, Paul's office. Now, right. 
Uh, we're going to go over everything related to the Hardest Hit Fund, but here's the catch, and this is why we're using this one first for our uh, Facebook Live events, which will be on, done on a regular basis, is uh, the program's ending J January 31st, Paul, as far as getting applications in according to Barbara. Correct. So um, we're going to go over the Hardest Hit Fund very briefly today, but if you want all the details, this is like having a free consultation with one of the top law firms live on Facebook, answer any questions you have. If your questions are personal, you could always um, private message us sure. so that it isn't out for the whole world. Um, we're going to be doing this live. It'll probably be about a half-hour show. Awesome. It's almost like a bonus Florida Talk real estate show. That's cool. And then it'll float around. If you can't get there at Wednesday at noon, um, it'll be floating around on our Facebook page for a while, Florida Talk Real Estate. That's going to be chock full of with very valuable information. So please, thank you, Johnny. So please um, like, our, uh, like our page because we're going to be putting out the Facebook event uh, information tomorrow. Good. And then that way you can be reminded that when it's coming up. But Excellent. it will be broadcast as a recording uh, later on. Okay? I love it. So, Paul, the hardest hit fund. Why is it so important that people that might have had problems with their mortgages or something, um, or they're very upside down in their mortgage, um, but have been making the payments. Why is this program so important to them, and, and why is it important that they move quickly? Well, first of all, it's free money from the federal government, and you don't get that very often. No. <laughs> so um, <laughs> anybody who wants it needs to step up right now. Uh, <clears throat> the program is ending for good. Um, there are big will be no more extensions as of January 31st. So if you don't get to us by mid-January to get your application in, mm -hmm. then you're out of luck. You don't get the money. Mm -hmm. And we've we've been blessed to be able to hand out probably close to a million dollars now to people wow. uh, all across the state who were either paying on time, but mm -hmm. we're still upside down on their mortgage. As we say, fighting the good fight. Yeah. And and they they paid all their mortgage payments, even though they were upside down. And mm -hmm. the government will give them up to $50,000 towards getting closer to um, to an equity position. And that's one, of, that's one of my goals. I really would like in this last 30 days, it would be awesome if we could get three people that would get a $50,000 principal reduction on their mortgage. Would that be a great way to start off 2018? Uh, uh, if we could get three people to do that, that would be $150,000 of savings to them. And we would love to be uh, put them in that situation. We know there's tons of people out there that are qualified this, Johnny. It should be way more than three. I'm putting three down because of... Um, People just don't seem to respond to the hardest hit fund the way they should. I think, you know what I think? I think I think there's people listening right now that are like, that sounds great, but what's the catch? Yeah. And the crazy thing is no catch. No catch. The state pays me to help them file the paperwork. That. It's a 30-day turnaround time. We can tell them if they qualify within the first 10 minutes of talking to them. Oh, so they know if their time's going to be wasted filing the uh, paperwork or not. And for those who aren't paying, delinquent, upside down, uh, they can get both catch-up assistance and future assistance. That's right. So Amazing. you can get caught up on your delinquencies if you're four or five months behind, mm -hmm. and you can get 12 months worth of payments. Uh, before you you have to start paying again. So I know I know like the law offices of Polly Crasker is one of the few places in the state, right? I mean it's, it's pretty limited There's who non profit not profit groups or a lot or not for profit groups and non profit groups, I think. There were a few for profit groups mm -hmm. that that said yes, we want to participate in this. Uh, but mostly it's the web of nonprofits around the state and as their uh, budgets and, and cost-cutting came into effect, a lot of them just didn't have the staff to actually administer the program. Is that is that in your opinion, yes. watching this over the last handful of years, is that why this hasn't been utilized to the rate that it probably should have? Uh, two things. Number one, uh, there was no incentive for people to go out and market it. So, for example, um, we originally weren't authorized to go ahead and do our own marketing efforts hmm. for the plan. It was only the state had to approve all the marketing and it all had to be run through them. Mm -hmm. um, and 
the federal government never authorized the state to allocate a certain portion of that money to market for it. Interesting. You know, if you had a billion dollars and you took whatever it is, $50 million of it to market across the state and let everybody who's in trouble know. Is that what the pool was when it started a handful of a years billion ago? Dollars. One billion dollars. With a B, a billion. Can you yes. imagine? So here's a billion dollars for the state of Florida to help people that are fighting the good fight. Right. To help them try to get, it's, this was after the big collapse of the uh, of the market. Correct. And uh, here, here's a billion dollars for the state of Florida, but don't tell anybody. I know, it's is that, crazy. I mean, is that really what we're dealing with? Th- yeah. That was one of the tougher restrictions and we used to go to libraries, to municipalities, and say, let us talk with your employees. Let us have a conversation. Uh, and the restriction was we couldn't put our own contact information on the marketing materials we were handing out. <laughs> oh, geez. So, so, you so if, I did, yeah, okay. if I did a really good job, <laughs> everybody would go to the state of Florida, and it would be allocated amongst whatever it was, the 80 people who were administering it, and I would get 180th of my efforts. That is so silly. I know. It's it's. But the people in Tallahassee did as good a job as they could do to try to get this out. And, and, you know. And they used it, right? The money's been used up pretty much. uh, It's about a... Hundred thousand, hundred million dollars left. Right. So one tenth. So tenth. Yeah, tenth left. Yeah. So it ha- it has been used, but it, it took has. a long time. It was years. what ten ten years. Years. Was it roughly? No. I wouldn't go that far, right? It, Maybe six or seven. I was going to say. I think it was six or seven. Oh yeah, not Maybe ten years. Eight yeah. Most. Yeah, eight about eight years. But still, that's a tremendously long time. And they probably considering didn't that we think... were one of the crater zones of the real estate yeah, market. Yeah, I was going to say happened. they probably didn't think that billion would go. To the end of the life of the program, right? They probably right. thought it was going to go quicker, but maybe that was part of it. Stretch it out by not saying anything. <laughs> I guess so. And stopping anybody from saying anything. Mm-hmm. But, well, right. in, so here we got a month left. In some other states, they were authorized to use the remaining pot of money mm-hmm. towards uh, buyer assistance programs. Oh, I remember that. Oh. I remember that. Never yeah. in Florida, um, but but in other states they were. Well, yeah. um, I know... Never in Florida, though. Is that because of well, the investment because, dollars that were coming in? Well, that- I, well, part of it's political yeah. and uh, how the money was going to be used, right? And uh, you have to remember that Florida, even though we were the, one of the hardest hit we areas, that's why they call it the hardest hit fund, is uh, there were a lot of people, especially back in the day when we started the show, Johnny, people would call up the show and we would be talking about short sales and foreclosure defense and loan mods and... And people are like, oh, you're bailing out the scoff laws. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yep. you're bailing them out and you're destroying my property values. Well, you know, in the long run, no, we were actually helping people right. prop up their neighborhoods by dealing with the properties. But there was a lot of perception that way. Sure. So um, a lot of people didn't want the money being spent for certain things. So they some some states felt it was better to start new with new buyers than it was to deal with the people that were in trouble, hmm. you know? Okay. Um, but, you know, the bottom line is is that uh, we we know that we've only got to about 75% to 80% of the peak of 2006 property values. And then that means that there's a significant amount of people out there that are 20% or more upside down on their houses. And this $50,000, that could be so easy to grab if you qualify for the programs. And there's a lot of um, things you have to qualify for in all of these things. Uh, we had several people that called up that were trying to use the principal reduction Paul, Paul um, program for a transition. Uh, but they were planning on selling their house in a few mm-hmm. months, yeah. and we're trying to do that. And, and they had missed one five payment. years. Right. And they, they couldn't hold on for the five years and things. So there are, there are, um, qualifications to this not everybody applies but a lot of people comply can apply and get it that aren't applying well and as paul said you can pretty much get an idea if you're going to be good to go in about 10 minutes of talking to you huh right right which is fantastic in about 10 minutes we can tell you yes you will qualify as long as you get us documents that justify what you just said uh, and and it's worth doing again yeah. it, it really gets you out of a tough road it's not for everybody. It only kicks the can down the road, so to speak, yeah. and gives you a year to get back on your feet. But that year can also be very valuable to people who, you know, for a married couple who mm-hmm. both lost their jobs and one person's starting to work and the other one gets gets their feet going before 
sure. they have to make a mortgage payment. And when you say kicking the can, that you know, in my mind that brings up, well, you're gonna you're gonna have to, at some point, you got to pay back that money. But no, this is. No, this is, this is all free money. The yeah. difference is that one year later, if you don't have the ability to pay your mortgage, you'll be right back into a default situation. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's giving you a year to save up some money to to not be in a position where yeah. if one thing goes bad, you you're defaulted. You've got that cushion in your bank account. Are there little caveats like you can't sell after six months of the program? Or well, there... let me let me stop here. Okay, okay uh, we're going to get into all of the nitty gritty details. Okay, at our Facebook Live event at noon on Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. Okay, we're going to go yeah. over everything. This but, is going to be a great primer. Um, let me just say this though. There's no reason not to apply. Yes. Even absolutely. if there are requirements that you hold on to the property for a certain amount of time uh, after you're awarded the money, it's still worth applying. Mm-hmm. So that's Wednesday at noon. We're going to get real, a good deep dive into this. Uh, correct. Wednesday it's going to be a full half hour of, and, and it will be longer if people have more questions. We're going to stay on air a half hour minimum, but if we have questions, we'll stay on for an hour, hour and a half, whatever, you know, whatever we need, or take this stuff off the air and start doing it that way. So that'll be January 3rd, noon, Facebook Live. That's Florida Talk Real Estate. All you got to do is like our page and you're going to be, you know, you'll get the event. Uh, notification, just sign up for it. Uh, we don't sell or share the information um, unless you reach out to us and say you want to work with us or have more questions. Uh, that's when we'll start bugging you. So do that. <laughs> push uh, push the like button there, Florida Talk Real Estate on Facebook. Make sure you put that down on the calendar Wednesday at noon, a good deep dive into what we're talking about here. Of course, you can always reach out to the team, floridatalkrealestate.com, and you have the hotline on the upper left-hand corner there, 888 888- Nine seven three seven eight two eight. Literally, can call it and leave a message as we speak, or you can reach through there at floridatalkrealestate.com. And Saturdays when we are live, like we are right now, you can join us toll free eight seven seven nine two seven six nine six nine. Because it is the end of the year now. Next week, we're probably going to get into a little more detail because there were some technical glitches with the Realtors Association of Palm Beaches today. Um, so I couldn't do the year-end report to see where we were in each county as far as did we have price appreciation, not price appreciation, Feels like we how did. much it was. <laughs> we definitely we definitely did. Um, all I was able to pull up today because of the technical difficulties was Palm Beach County. All right. Um, Single-family homes in Palm Beach County increased roughly, um, and this is only going through November because uh, December's stuff won't come out until mid-January. Um, but January through New- January through November, we had about 10% price appreciation, which is pretty darn good. Um, Not as good as other years, uh, you know, recent years, but still well above the norm. We're not in a normal market yet. We're still trying to claw back to that 2006 uh, um, peak uh, that we had or better. And that's that's the way the market is kind of churning. However, that being said... um, there's some headlines in here that are very interesting to me. Um, we've seen days on market, um, before I get into the headlines, we've seen days on market slowly creep up. Hmm. I think we were down to a low of 37 days on market for the average single-family home in Palm Beach County, and I think it went up to like 57. Interesting. Okay, so going from 37 to 57 is not like, um, oh my gosh, the sky is falling. But it is a, it is an increase of time on market. The um, upper-end homes, million dollars and up, that time on markets increased significantly. Um, we're, what we're seeing is is a lot of the what you would call the sophisticated buyers that are paying million dollars or more for property. Um, they're kind of like, you know what? This is getting a little too frothy for me. I think I'm just going to hold out. I don't need to buy this home right now. I'm going to wait and see what happens and see if the market drops a little bit and then come in. And, and I just don't feel like... Uh, they might be looking at, let's say, a $1.7 million home and going, huh, I don't think this is worth a penny over 1.2. Yeah, I don't want to live right? by Johnny C. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I see that there's going to be changes in the market, I believe. And the National Association of Realtors is expecting a slowdown of the uh, superheated um, real estate market to happen uh, in 2018, finally, because they've been talking about that for a while. Yeah. Whether it happens or not, I don't know, because how long have we been saying – we'll see the price, uh, the interest rates increase significantly. Uh-huh. And we really didn't see that. I think we started at the beginning of this year roughly 
3.5, 3.6 roughly for a 30-year mortgage, right? Uh, that's the base prime. That doesn't include uh, PMI and, and other factors. But where are we at now, now Mike, roughly? Like 4.2? I think it's even less than that. Yeah. But I was just looking at a chart right now when, when you were speaking. And so mm-hmm. we basically finished the year pretty much right where we started it. And then there's yeah, been some ups, ups and downs, you mm-hmm. know, throughout the year. And it's uh, it got low probably... Late summer was probably the lowest it had been in the mm-hmm. year, but um, yeah, it's kind of like it wasn't a flat line, of course, but we started where we finished. Yeah, so you know, we didn't we see where that we price increase. <laughs> I think the swing might have been a half a point either way, which is yeah, not that's, significant. That's with the, uh, what, two federal interest rate hikes that's this right. year and one late last year. Right. Right? So... Mm-hmm. Actually, I think there were three this year. Was it three this yeah, year? Yeah, I think it was three, and they were planning on doing another three. Yeah, so Three next year, if I'm not mistaken, you know, every time they they hiked it, the uh, 30 year interest rates got took a, a dip. Yeah, right. Because right. it, was, it was better for those mm-hmm. long term. Now uh, that that might be security. changing because we're seeing inflation starting to creep up a little bit right now, and that's going to be a key yeah. factor for interest rates. We're starting to finally see it creep up. We've been. I remember when uh, before Janet Yellen, they were worried about uh, it, it, what happens if inflation goes, then what are we going to do? Well, now we're starting to see it creep up a little bit. We're also seeing tremendously low unemployment, but the unemployment rate, that normally increases interest rates, a low unemployment rate. But the problem is, is that we haven't seen um, income increase very much. Uh, people are getting hired, but they're not getting killer jobs right now. So the thing is, is that that's, I think, slowing down a little bit. On the uh, inflationary pressure, and we'll no see. Doubt. We'll see what happens. No uh, a couple other things: contract signings. Here, here's a headline uh, from the uh, Daily Real Estate News: Contract signings. This is national. Contract signings post first gain since June. Now, think about that. What that means is, is that from uh, June forward until last month, right, or until this month, from June forward. Uh, we saw contract signings decline, meaning uh, properties being written up for sale decline month after month after month for five months in a row. And we finally got a little bump at the end of the year where more contracts are written. National numbers, you said, right? National. Now, I think uh, uh, weather factors could be a big... Are those builder contracts or are those uh, listing contracts? This is resale, existing home sales. Okay, so right. listings. Right. So this yeah, is locally, a, I would think that our numbers would be considerably. If you add in builder contracts, I mean, it seems like we have new new construction everywhere. Well, that's the other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, here's another headline related to this: Builders warn materials are in short supply. Right now, the nation's home builders are complaining that 21 percent of them are saying we don't have enough framing lumber to handle our demands of what we're creating right now. Huh. Uh, so that's interesting. When, when was the last time we had something like that? Remember Chinese drywall? Oh, jeez. Right, because we started buying drywall from uh, actually Canada, but the stuff was made in China, Yeah. right? And uh, that, that created a big problem. I'm not saying that we're going to have a Chinese drywall problem, but what I'm saying is builders were building so fast they couldn't keep uh, up with the supplies, couldn't keep up with the demand. Sure. We're seeing that again. Yeah. So now I'm wondering if we're overbuilding. Because it seems like it's a pendulum swing when, you know, real estate markets is more of a pendulum swing more than a uh, on certain things. Builders, you know, um, for a long time, I was complaining that they were uh, priced too uh, too high. Uh, to me, the sweet spot was under 300 for a brand new home, right? And you couldn't touch anything under 500,000, right? Uh, for real. And now builders are actually advertising. Uh, L- Lenar, for example, is saying, uh, um, Go to our site and find all the homes for three, under three hundred thousand. I'm like, good, you know, under three, you know, right. in the three hundreds, or at least starting at. I yeah, think in that's the 300s. Right. starting th- at low high. Yeah, 200s. and of course, and of course, of course, there's yeah. uh, um, upsells on that and everything. But the signs are the signs. <laughs> Did you signs. want countertops? Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be electric. Yeah. Would, like you, would you like flooring? <laughs> 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 I'm not talking about tile or laminate. I'm just talking about a floor. <laughs> Decorator ready is what they call it. Yeah, <laughs> decorator ready. I like that. So the thing is, is I think that's a great thing that they're trying to get to that lower price point right now. Um, but uh, so that's that's another thing because what we're seeing right now is we have a lack of inventory on the existing home sales, right? But now we're starting to build more and more um, brand new homes. New construction. I really yeah. think that the existing home market is going to be in for a rude wake up call. Uh, next year, uh, sellers, if they don't watch the market sharp and they don't have a top agent, 
A um, couple other things. Uh, more vacancies in apartment buildings. Haven't heard that for a while. No. For years, we've been talking about how, especially in Miami, the met- they call it the metropolitan area, which is Miami-Dade Palm. We were one of the worst. We were ranked, uh, I think, in the top five worst rental markets, uh, specifically Miami, for like month after month after month for years right now. They're right? making a killing. And now they're saying the vacancies are starting to come up in the apartment buildings. So what does that mean? That means to me that all those like uh, those uh, trust funds, the the REITs, the real estate investment trusts that were just gobbling up all the homes. Remember all those cash buyers in 2012 and 2013 that we were talking about that? And that regular buyers were competing with these monolithic real estate investment trucks that were buying up properties cash and then turning them into rentals. Well, it's been about five years now. And what do most uh, investors do after holding Mm. a property for five years for a rental and watch prices just increase, 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 increase? They're going to sell those. Right, so now that the vacancies are, um, the vacancies in the apartment stuff is happening, maybe that's going to put a squeeze. Saying, you know what, it's time. Uh, I'm I'm having a hard time uh, running these things out. Maybe it's time to sell these properties, and that might increase the inventory. Yeah, um, other things that are happening is uh, um, higher loan limits. Here's another. Now here's the thing that's in favor for buyers in the future, right? So I'm not saying any of this is good or bad. I'm just telling you these are the indicators of what's happening right now. Uh, here's another thing. Now this is a bonus to buyers and and to sellers because this is giving more people opportunities um, to buy the home that they want. Uh, Mike has talked about this for you know a couple of shows now, but we're going to higher loan limits coming January 1st. Uh, Mike, uh, could you talk a little bit about that for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac? Yeah, so conventional loans, so Fannie, Freddie, they went from uh, four, so the, the the maximum loan that you can get uh, under the conforming conventional guidelines and that you're not switching into a, a, a jumbo loan or a first, second combo loan um, was 424.100. Oh, good for you, because I didn't tell you we were going to be talking about this. Oh, no, I know these numbers. Uh, <laughs> sure. 424, and, and, you know, the year prior to that, it was uh, 419. So right. we had a little bump. For 2017 and you know they assess this every year and it's based on the average median home sale you know something like that whatever that's how they set these mm-hmm. limits so the 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 value uh, or the sales price increase over the year has caused them to reevaluate and so it went from 424 100 to 453 100 so uh you know, if you're in that top range you basically got uh, a pretty significant bump to you know, the, the zone that keeps you into a standard conforming conventional loan. Um, so you don't have to go to jumbo and then, you know, just the, the guidelines are, are standard for that. Mm-hmm. If you go into the jumbo world, the guidelines are different. So the qualification is a little mm-hmm. bit harder in the jumbo world, sure. or sometimes you would have to do a piggyback first and a second so that you, you kept that first loan under the, the limit. So, um, you know, if you're pushing those limits, it's it's um, it's something great for you, and it's an indicator, like Jim said, that just basically the values have have gone up, or at least the sales prices have gone up slightly. Um, now FHA uh, in many counties across the nation increased their limits as well. Their limits are always a little bit lower than We're, than Fannie. I'd like to uh, get into that, Mike, but maybe we'll take a break right now. Sure, we can do and that. And then if the caller that's coming in, if they could just hold tight, we'll take them, and then we're going to go back to this. Okay, okay. sounds perfect. Awesome. And you are welcome to join us toll-free at 877-927-6969. Again, 877-927-6969. Plenty of time for your phone calls. It's a Saturday morning with Florida Talk Real Estate right here on Real Radio. Real Radio 94.3 on the Treasure Coast 1017. Hey, everybody. The weekend has finally arrived. I'm CBS 12 meteorologist Jeff Berardelli. Overnight tonight, we're going to see mostly clear skies. Certainly a little bit on the cool side with a breeze out of the north. Low temperatures will be generally in the 50s. During the day tomorrow, we're going to see lots of sunshine. It's going to be a beautiful day. No rain expected with high temperatures right around 75 pleasant degrees. This report is brought to you by Lowe's. Now at Lowe's, get organized with 18-gallon totes starting at just $3.98. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 131 while supplies last. See store for details. Hey, it's your boy Johnny C here, host of Florida Talk Real Estate, along with the crew Jim DePola, Natalie Medina Rao. Jim and Natalie, they're tops when it comes to helping people buy and sell houses. But Florida Talk Real Estate is so much more than that. For five years, I've watched these guys help thousands of our listeners 
with any real estate need. They couldn't do it without their sponsors, who are experts in their fields. Check it out. Jim DePola and Natalie Medina Rao, they're owners of Antares International, powered by Keller Williams Realty. Their team specializes in helping people sell their house for top dollar, and buyers get great deals on the purchase of their home. That's what they did for me and my family, and I couldn't be happier that I hired them for my real estate transaction. Not all real estate agents are the same, and I recommend you choose Ontaris International to get your transaction done smoothly and professionally. Mike Rao from The Mortgage Firm is one of our favorite guests on the show, and he is the mortgage guy. Whether you're looking for a refire or a mortgage to purchase a new home, Mike Rao will get you the answers you need. The Mortgage Firm is licensed to do loans in Florida, Alabama, Tennessee, and Georgia, and they have local offices that cover all of South Florida. So if you're thinking about a refire or a new mortgage, go to The Mortgage Guy, Mike Rao, and find out what he can do for you. The Mortgage Firm, Inc., NMLS 189233, Florida License MLD 78, Equal Housing Lender. The law office of Paul A. Krasker has been specializing in real estate law for nearly 25 years and has the professional team you need. Upside down with your house, Paul's team can help you conduct short sales, loan modifications, even if you're behind on payments. They also help you with foreclosure defense and bankruptcy. They can even help you get a student loan modification and repair your credit to get the score you need. Paul's full-service team has helped thousands of our listeners, and they can help you too. Trident Title LLC is the largest privately owned title company in Florida. When you need a title company to complete a refi, home purchase, or sale, Trident Title has got you covered. Not only do they offer competitive pricing, Trident Title has attorneys on staff to make sure if you have bumps in the road to clearing title that you can get the job done. Beware, not all title companies in Florida have attorneys on staff. Trident Title does and complies with all the new federal regulations released last year. Ross Camaronets, owner of Brightway Insurance in the Palm Beach Garden South office, has been helping our listeners get great rates on homeowners insurance plans. Haven't checked your homeowners insurance policy in a while? This is a great way to help reduce your monthly mortgage payment. Ross can also help with renters and auto insurance. Ross is only a phone call away and can usually get the answers you need same day. So now you know why I'm happy to be part of the Florida Talk Real Estate Show, the longest-running real estate show in Florida. And all these sponsors are just a phone call or a click away. Just call 888-973-7828. That's 888-973-7828. Or go to floridatalkrealestate.com. That's floridatalkrealestate.com. And don't forget to use the most accurate search engine to find your new home or ask for a free home valuation because FloridaTalkRealEstate.com has you covered. That's FloridaTalkRealEstate.com. Hey, it's the Good Greek Spiro, part of the Florida Talk Real Estate team. And for over two decades, I've been your most referred mover. So when it's time for you to move, call Greek Moving and Storage. No job is too big or too small, and we can move you across town or across the country. Simply call Star Star Greek from your mobile device, that's Star Star Greek right from your cell, or go to greekmoving.com, and we'll have you sing, Oppa! Real Radio 94.3, an iHeart Radio station. This is Florida Talk Real Estate with Jim DePola and Nathalie Medina Rowe. Got a question for a real estate pro? Call us live at 877-927-6969. This is Real Radio. That's your toll-free number, and we got plenty of time to take your phone calls on this Saturday, the last Saturday of 2017, Florida Talk Real Estate. I'm Johnny C. I got Jimmy D, Jim DePola with Antares International Realty, a top producing Keller Williams team. Hello, my friend. Hey, how you doing? Happy New Year. So are we just talking to Facebook Live that whole break and nobody heard anything? We, we don't said? know yeah. yet. So if anybody's listening to Facebook Live, if you saw us sitting around jabbing our way during the commercial break and didn't hear us, can you let us know? <laughs> our, our audio has gotten so much better, though, uh, uh, compared, to, compared to every other week. <laughs> What's that? I said just this month. It only took... 
11 months <laughs> yeah. to figure out the audio. Hey. Jim's New Year's resolution for 2018. No, you Perfect turned into an engineer. I mean, you did. I don't like want to be a, a very bad engineer. <laughs> a very, very bad engineer. <laughs> There's Mike It's actually... Oh, I was, go ahead. No, please. Actually, what? Yeah, hi. I was going to say that's probably perfect engineering, right? You just stretch out the project for as long <laughs> as possible. You keep making progress, then you step back, and then, you know, that's how you keep the contract going. It's called yeah. job security. Yeah, exactly. Mike Rao, the mortgage guy from the mortgage firm. That's he right there. Yeah. And Mr. Krasker from the law offices of Paul A. Krasker. There he is, the one with the name on the sign. Always good to have you in the studio, Paul. Yeah, it's great to be here. Should hey. we also shout out to uh, Jimothy, our very own engineer? Yes. Right? Yeah. Come up, Jimothy. Happy New Year, everybody. Ha- yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, buddy. <laughs> hey, Jimothy, uh, I just wanted to tell you, uh, Ross Kamaranets from Brightway Insurance, one of our great sponsors of the show, who will be on on next Saturday. Awesome. Uh, when I sent out his package, he also didn't have a name on it either, so he had no idea who gave it to him. <laughs> oh, well. I sent out uh, packages, Johnny, and uh, I did a Jimmy D, which is uh, didn't put my name on any of them so people were getting stuff I was like who's this from some well, angel he did have a note on there said thank you for producing our show so i was able to deduct it down from that ah. <laughs> you're like well let's see i do three shows yeah exactly mm, might be the fishing guys i feel them for them every now and then <laughs> yeah exactly so um before we get into uh fha financing because we were just talking about the higher loan limits for conventional loans and yeah. if you miss that you can uh, catch it later on our Facebook live page. Um, I just want to remind everybody that we're having an open house today from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at 262 Northwest Ferris Drive in Port St. Lucie. I just put the address on our Facebook post on our live uh, uh, event right that's going on right now. So you can just go to floridatalkrealestate.com or the Facebook page, find out about the property. This is a beautiful three-bedroom, two-bath home with a pool, uh, two-car garage, really nicely landscaped, uh, nicely updated, uh, updated inside, but what makes this uh, house Mac Daddy is the huge uh, living area that they have outside by the pool, the screen enclosure. Love that! It's just awesome, and they have a really nice. Even though it's got a two car garage, they have a really expensive Ted shed um, in the backyard. So if you're looking, uh, it would t- be what's great. What's a Ted shed? It's um, like a more formal, like a wood built, oh, uh, hurricane strapped Ooh, shed nice um man cave. this one yes that has electricity and things like that in it sounds like a man cave it would be great for a workshop it would be a work it is i'm using a brand name and i shouldn't use yeah. that but ah, it's a hurricane a job, approved is the uh ted shed uh something to do with kaczynski or what's the <laughs> that's oh, where could i be. never heard oh, that, that's you never heard you never, never heard of that oh that, that's a very Weird guy oh. in the woods in a wooden <laughs> shed. Oh, that's like a dumpster or frisbee. It's a product Kleenex. or q okay. That's what I was thinking. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Sorry They've done about such that. a great job of branding that uh, Paul and I have never heard of. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess it isn't as good as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to check out that house. And let me tell you this. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath house with a pool for 199 dollars That's great. Right? So you got to check it out. Um, if, you're in the, if you're shopping for a house, you got to check this one out. Okay. And, um, and I don't want to put pressure on you, sure. but like whereabouts in Port St. Lucie, Ferris? It's in the um, it's over by um, Floresta. It's in the Floresta oh, area. Okay, yeah, yep. very commonly traveled. It's area a then. super hot neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, houses don't last very long. This house has only been on the market three days. Okay, so uh, take advantage of uh, taking a look at this. Sounds house. great. Yeah. Okay, um, Mike, we were talking about uh, mortgage financing. And we just went over the changes to conventional loans, where they raised the limits from 424 up to 453. Right. And uh, and then you were getting into what was happening with the FHA. Right. So so FHA uh, nationwide increased the loan limits as well. Um, our loan limit here down in the you know uh, Miami Dade, Broward, Palm Beach was 345. So it's always less than the conventional uh, limits. Um, but FHA increased their limits. However, it did not increase for those three counties in Florida. Many counties in Florida did increase. So, so for example, uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but say Orange County uh, increased. Uh, Vero, I think, had a slight increase, uh, that area. So, uh, But ours stayed the same. So essentially, conventionals bumped up. FHA stayed the same for our three you know, South Florida counties okay. at 345. Excellent. So here, here's another me, trend, right? So here's a. Here's let me put one more note on oh, that I'm because sorry. a lot of people are confused about VA. 
uh, VA essentially follows the conventional limits. Okay. So VA, you're 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 at those uh, same conventional limits. Oh, of, more more so than the FHA. So they well, the VA what? basically they set they set their limits based on the the conventional I see. numbers. Okay, that's important. Um, to know. Yeah. So here here's another trend, right? So now we have upper limits getting more people, more buyers potentially into the market now. But and we're talking about higher vacancy rates and that the builders are running out of supplies. They're building so much stuff right now. Yeah. We also have a trend that's going on in Miami right now, right? Uh, Miami, the condo market is totally oversaturated. Um, is that a word, oversaturated or just saturated? But Interesting. <laughs> sure. Interesting. So um, Over-exaggerated, but, for but sure. The, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? So the... Um, uh, the condo market in Miami is going through big problems down there. There's big problems down in Miami condo market uh, to the point where they have something like a seven-year inventory Ooh. of condos, uh, assuming all the developments are completely built out. Now, there's many, I think one in four developers are pulling out of Miami right now, uh, where they had big projects that were planned, approved by the government agencies. They were ready to break ground anytime they wanted, and they decided, you know what? Uh, this market's a little overbuilt. We're not going to do it. And we're seeing changes even with developers in West Palm area, Paul. Um, there's some very big developers that were, I remember uh, the micro apartments. Remember, they're going to do those mini apartments in downtown West Palm. Uh, very affordable, like these uh, chic um, 500 square foot units that you were going to be able they to got, rent out or they buy, got, they got really popular. It was like some television shows, you and know. now they're not. Now they're not doing it. Well, it's because they're tiny, and people realize I it real know. quickly. They have no space. I know. So uh, well, one of the micro apartments just opened up um, next to Curry Park. Yes, um, yes, but I think that Neil Kozakoff's uh, uh, development. Project. Yes, yeah. and I, I think that I thought that they. I'm not a developer, okay, but I thought that there would be the, a good need for those kind of things. Um, but to see some of the other people that changed their mind on it, I'm like, whoa! I wonder what uh, they're thinking because some are of those the, rental apartments or are they condos? For some sale? of them were rentals, and some were condos. So mm -hmm. the, the, the initial about, ones were all scheduled to be rentals. And right. The tough thing is, you know, nobody knows if it's a scam or not. Right. Ah. And and people talk about really small apartments. And then they're going to do great things downstairs mm -hmm. with these common rooms and mm -hmm. eateries and everything. Well, until it's built and until, until it's up, it up and yeah. until you actually see the amenities on the ground floor, what you're really just signing up for is a small apartment. Yeah. They're also, uh, I mean, in that, in that case, uh, even if, you know, they did some sort of hybrid, you know, where some of them were condos and some of them were, were rentals and some of them were, you know, condo hotels, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, you own it, but you can also rent it out. It's very hard to get financing for that that type of property. It is. You're right. Um, th there are ways to do it. I have channels that I could use to do that, but very, very limited, uh, and certainly n none of these, you know, low down payment options. Well, uh, I have apply. I have uh, customers through Jared, Jared Perry from the Perry Group, who I hope we're going to get on at the beginning of this year. I'm sure, Jared. We will. I hope you're listening right now. I'm sure we will. But he has a lot of. Um, clients that are very interested in real estate and one of the clients was talking about uh condo market down in miami and they're looking at some very high-end shiki shiki kind of things mm -hmm. and uh the problem the problem is is uh um my argument is don't don't do it now wait you know because it isn't something that they need it's something that they want i'm like wouldn't you rather get this thing for 40 percent off yeah sure <laughs> you know and wait um, you're, you're kind of, do you think, are you hearing something different? Because I've been talking to people down there a lot and it's slow down there right now. Yeah. We've done a lot of closings with, um, related group mm -hmm. and I think they're sort of the lead down there and, you know, they decided they were coming out of the box and building certain projects regardless. Mm -hmm. And they thought that if they built and then things slowed down. All the other developers who weren't building until they had 70% pre-sales uh -huh. were going to step back and walk away, and they'd pick up those 70% who wanted a condo and lost their project over there, so they jump into something that's a sure thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's all washed out yet. I think a lot of that escrow money that's being returned to people are people Kinda who were somewhere. in the market yeah. and are either going to hold for a couple of years and see what the market does mm -hmm. or buy something now that's already close to finished construction. 
Yes. You, uh, know, you know, Mike brings up uh, it's it, it's tougher to get financing for s- certain things like condos, the m- mini apartments, things I like that. I mean, such. listen, con- condos are not difficult if you know what you're doing. Right. And, and there's, you know, an easy way to do a condo and a hard way to do a condo with, with standard financing. Um, what I was saying, but it's difficult to get financing is when they have those hybrid condo hotel type things or they, they have, if there's any tor- type of uh, short term rental type of like hotel style operation in the building. Yeah. Um, that makes it very difficult. You are not in the Fannie Freddie FHA world. You're normal. You're, you're, you're in portfolio products with, with lenders who, you know, take big risks, but and, those and risks you, don't come without cost. And you can do uh, condo loans all day, every day. It's Absolutely. just, a, it's a different world for sure. Absolutely. Yes. Is there in your world, Paul, uh, working with short sale innovations, is there a crossover? Do you see, I know a lot of the short sales we've dealt with in the last six years on this we, show. We were just going to, that was the next part of the trending. Okay. Well, yes. so I'll the finish the question. Segue, yeah. A lot of the, a lot of the short sales we dealt with were all like single family homes and whatnot. Does that, does that get into the condo? World sure. big time. Oh, yeah. That's yes. It? Yeah, and you know the, it's interesting. Every market seems like it has to be a sub market. You can't just look at the market in general. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking earlier before the break about where we think the market's going to go next year, and you have to think that even though the Realtors Association is predicting a little slowdown on the high end real estate. You have to think that this absolute gift to the upper class is going to impact real estate prices positively, that they've got much more money than they did before, and they'll spend a little bit of it on real estate, especially if they perceive the prices being low today versus what it could be in a couple of years from now. Uh So I'm not sure you will see a slowdown in the high end. You may see a slowdown from three hundred to seven hundred and fifty thousand or one point mm-hmm, two million, mm-hmm. but I think above a million dollars, at least for the short term, everybody feels like they just got another few hundred thousand in their pocket from the government, mm. and the instinct may be to spend some of it. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because um, I totally understand where you're coming from from that that perspective. The National Association of Realtors economists, uh, that Lawrence Young guy. Um, he's saying the opposite. He's thinking that the the, the new tax bill is actually going to uh, slow down, the, be a drag on the real estate market, only because, especially the higher end, because of the caps on the taxes. Um, and that was one of the indicators that they're, that they're predicting that we're going to have uh, um, a slowdown. Uh, not not a crash, rate? just a slowdown. On the interest rate? You, on the amount of sales. On the amount of 750000 oh, Is that what it is? Yeah, the way the way from what I understand is, and uh, we want to have Jarrett come on. That's why we're waiting a couple weeks because I want to have this flush out. But um, now it ended up at ten thousand dollars, right? Right, it's a ten thousand dollar cap. Ten thousand dollars, you can't deduct. The part I don't get is it's property taxes and/or local sales taxes, and I don't and state taxes, and I'm not sure hmm. if it's cumulative. It all state three of it. Tax. I'm sorry. I thought it was state income tax or, or property, property taxes. taxes. Right, but can you do both? It's See, not that's applicable the to us. We don't have yeah income tax. So. Right, but I'm thinking about people out of state that are buying down here. So we'll we'll have to see what's happening. That's a good Jerry question for sure. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, he yeah. should make some uh, some sense of it. Yeah. yeah, I had a lot of questions this week about how can I pay my 2018 property taxes mm-hmm. now. Um, if somebody's got a $200,000 tax bill next year and they want it to be deductible, right? they've got to pay it by December 31st. Well, you can't do that in Palm Beach County. Nope. Taxes aren't even assessed until January 1 of next year. The bills don't come out until November. And everybody was calling the yep. tax collector's office and saying, I'd like to prepay. Let me just, you could just escrow it mm-hmm. yeah, the I, next year. I, I kind of was thinking nope. the same thing. Because even the news was saying, oh, there's lines, there's people rushing. You, They were saying that you could pay a year ahead. And I'm thinking, uh, how is that done when there's no assessments even See, available? Yeah, the the media, I hate to say fake news, but um, the media was, um, was saying you could pay it in advance. Yeah. The taxes for 2017 aren't technically due until April of 2018. You can pay them early for discounts, but they're not due until 2018. So I think what they were trying to say is 
pay your 2017 taxes by December 31st, get the 3% discount for paying it, and you'll be able to, to deduct that in full for people who might otherwise just pay it in March or Interesting way to deliver it, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a but little But they foggy. gave people an impression they that sure you could did. pay your 2018 taxes, right. which aren't due until November of 2018. Right. Oh, they sure did. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And, I, and I pondered the same thing. I'm like, I don't know how you do that. I'm I was sure. like that. I saw a lot of, like, you know, headlines or I saw on the TV scrolls, you know, things talking about that. And I said, that does I didn't even dig into it because it didn't make any it sense. It doesn't make me, any so. sense. Well, yeah. we had well, to call over there to try to see if there was some mechanism that was being put in place. And they're just laughed at us. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, no, Paul, come on. <laughs> we'll take a phone call real quick. Yes, absolutely. 877-927-6969. It is toll free. Jerry joins us on a Saturday. Welcome, Jerry. You're on Florida Talk Real Estate. How are you? Okay. You're on the air, buddy. Hey, Jerry. Okay. Uh, hi, how you doing? Good. I have a, uh, six years left on my mortgage, mm-hmm. and I owe $40,000. And the I was wondering, is there any way of uh, paying off the principal quicker in the next uh, six years. Hey, Jerry, turn your radio down for us, if you don't mind, my friend. We'll just have this conversation here on the phone. So uh, uh, it seems like a pretty easy answer, Mike. You, you know the answer, for us. Yeah, just pay, <laughs> pay extra. Pay extra. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just pay it Pay it down as quickly as you want. Yeah. Uh, that'll shorten uh, the... I, okay, what if I, if I if see the principal each month, just principal, is like $434 a month of the mortgage, right? Okay. The principal. Now, someone said if you pay the principal one extra a month, uh, like for one year, one extra payment, it usually deducts it quicker. It does. It so, does. yeah, I mean, on, on, on a standard 30-year mortgage, from the beginning, uh, you pay one extra payment a year. So basically make a 13th kind of principal or, you know, actually you, you make a full payment. So all of that would, would normally go to principal and interest gets uh, paid to pays down the principal that will turn that loan into somewhere like 22, 23 year, uh, payoff, right? As you're paying down the principal, it shortens the term of the loan. So, right. you know, I'd have to, I mean, I don't know what that would do at this point with six years remaining. Um, but okay. the, the same plan, yeah, the balance is 40,000. I, I would say, uh, if you wanted to pay that off as quick as possible, whatever extra money you have, throw it at the principal. Heck just yeah. tack it on to any check you write to your mortgage uh, company, your mortgage servicer. Because technically, that will reduce every, do- the term. every dollar you spend over your mortgage payment goes towards the principal. Technically, right? That's right. I mean, it's That's right. Pretty cut and dry. Yep. So I really don't have to send this, the actual amount of each month principal as long as I send something extra. Yes, absolutely. And, it, and it could be it could be as, as any number you want will pay down principal. I have a question about that though, um, and I've never done that before. I'm just being honest. Uh, what Jerry's asking to do, which I think is awesome. My question is: is I heard that if you just send the check to the mortgage company and there's extra, you have to actually delineate that that money must go towards principal, or the bank won't do it that way. Now I don't know if that's true here's, or not. But here, here's the thing. So. Um, I guess it, it's not going to hurt to be specific. So a lot of times if you have mortgage coupons, for example, mm-hmm. and they'll say additional principal payment, they, right. they kind of want you to spell it out. Uh, I can't think of a single case just right. where I've talked to people about it, where it's been applied to anything other than principal. So I would that's do just it anyway, the way Jerry. That, but yeah, it, does, it certainly <laughs> isn't going to hurt to say this, this much towards principal. If there's an escrow shortage, they're, they're allowed to apply that against the escrow okay. shortage. Mm-hmm. But otherwise... I don't think there's any other, any other money reason for... that you'd be paying right. it. That's a good point, Paul. Okay, yeah. so, so let me ask you that. Even if you if you specify its principal reduction, can they can they direct it towards the escrow? I think they probably could. If you specify it's a principal reduction, they can't put it towards the escrow shortage. But if you're just paying an extra two hundred dollars a month, okay, and they just did their recalculation, and you're short, and you're four hundred dollars short, they can take those next two hundred dollars towards the escrow. So Jerry, specify how how do you pay, Jerry? You cut checks, or do you pay online? No, I I, uh, cut a check. Okay, I'll call it. Sometimes I'll call it in, but I see when when I get my payment each month, it does specify a pay. If I want to do an initial principal on it, just Write it in and send it in with yeah. the payment. Yeah. So whatever is on top of your, you know, the the payment that's due, whatever right. you do, and on top of that, just put that on the put that number on the principal right. reduction line. Okay. Absolutely, great idea good. if you can do it. 
Sounds good. I've been listening to you guys for six years, let me tell you. Thank you, Jerry. Well, if you got right. Facebook, like our page, and we might do a show on um, how to re- make your poem, uh reduce your principal on your mortgage while you're making your mortgage payments. Maybe we'll do right. a little thing yeah, on that. One, one quick note on that. Just um, There are companies out there that will offer to put you on the accelerated payment program. And essentially mm-hmm. what they do is put you on a biweekly payment, which right. at the end of the year, just like if you you get paid up uh, every other week on your paycheck, you know, two months of the year, you got that, that third paycheck that comes in, right? So it's right. essentially right. a 13th payment when they do that, however, they charge you to do it, right? So like, hey, oh, we can right. do this for you, oh. but we're going to charge, charge you a small, you? a small yeah. service <laughs> for you to do that. So if you're if you're considering it, it's very easy to do on your own, just like we're talking about with Jerry. So. Great, great call, also. Excellent, Jerry. Awesome. Thank you, Jerry. Thanks for being with us. Happy Happy New Year. You too, my friend. Uh, you remember, Jerry? You can always reach out floridatalkrealestate.com or eight eight eight. Nine seven three seven eight two eight. That's the hotline. Upper left hand corner of FloridaTalkRealEstate.com. That's where you'll find it. I, I know we don't have much time left, but I want to get to the last trend we wanted to talk about, which was um, troubled homeowners. We started off the show talking about the hardest hit fund. We're going to have a Facebook live event, like our Facebook page, and we'll tell you all the information about next Wednesday at noon. But um, Paul and I have been, and we talked about this when Alexis Adam was on here from Short Sale Innovations with Paul's office. But Paul, I've been noticing that um, that we've seen a little bit of uptick in people that are coming out of the woodwork saying, "Hey, I'm in trouble with my mortgage. I need to do something about it." And you're seeing an increase in short sales right now. Yeah. So what we're seeing is a lot of people who did a mortgage modification uh, five years ago, mm. who might have bought their property for 550,000 it went down to 300,000 in the the trough and now it's back to 400,000 but what happened in the 4 years that they didn't make payments mm-hmm. is there was such an accumulation on the back end of the loan and when they did their modification yes they lowered the payments but come 30 years from now 10 years after they've made payments, when they have to make their final payment, there's this huge balloon. So they look at it and say, I'm never going to have equity in this property. I'm still struggling to make these payments. I should have downsized when I had the chance to downsize Mm -hmm. six, seven years ago. And yeah, I have a choice to keep this as a rental property today and still make a little bit of a spread and go buy another place but I'd really like to just be done. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to be a, a landlord in a property that might need a new roof, might need a, a new electrical panel, whatever else it is. So you do have a lot of people. Um, and as you were saying, the, the, the income hasn't increased uh, at all. So you've got some people who are still struggling. We're gonna get we're gonna get Alexis Adams to come Great. here, but we're also gonna do a Facebook live event with Alexis That'd and talk terrific. about this. Um, if you're in trouble with your mortgage, and we know there's a lot of people out there, um, and you've done the low mod, and then now the low mod is not working for you, um, give us a call. You know, we'll we'll find out the best options for you. The best option might be a short sale, might be something else, hardest hit fund. We don't know, mm-hmm. uh, but give us a call and let us try to figure out how we could help you. FloridaTalkRealEstate.com, or you can call 888-973-7828. That's 888-973-7828. That's always on the upper left-hand corner of FloridaTalkRealEstate.com. Open house today, 11 to 2. Where is it? Ferris in Port St. Lucie, Jimmy D? 262 Northwest Ferris Drive in Port St. Lucie, three-bedroom, two-bath with a pool for one ninety nine nine. dollars One last thing, just super fit, uh, quick. Hey, Jay, uh, just got your message. We're going off the air, but I will ask Paul to talk about this next time he's on the air. He had questions about short sales after the Mortgage Debt Relief Act uh, situation. Great. We'll, get, we'll talk about that later. Thank you, Jay. Uh, he's one of my favorite guys, and he's living in the Keys, and I'm very jealous of him every oh, day now. Oh, nice. I hope the Keys <laughs> is good this morning. And remember, you can always go to floridatalkrealestate.com. Or call 888-973-7828. Jimmy D, happy new year to you. Thank you, you too. And I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you. Uh, Mike Rowell, happy new year to you. Happy new year to you. Been a great year, Johnny. Thank you.
I uh, I would say it's been a pretty decent year. Yeah. Yeah. 2017 flew right on by. Good to have you in with us on the last show of the uh, 2017 year there, Mr. Krasker. Happy New Year to my friend. Thank you. Happy New Year to all. Are you a thought out from uh, Virginia Navy? I am. Yeah. Yes. That was brutal. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. <laughs> He's officially thought out. Uh, we thank you so much for being a part of Saturdays here on Real Radio, being a part of the Florida Talk Real Estate team, and, uh, and just enjoying what they offer up. Lots of information Saturday mornings. You can be a great friend, and if you know people that are struggling with student loans, with uh, their mortgage, if they're drowning in their home, they don't know what to do, turn them on to floridatalkrealestate.com. Be a great friend. And remember, if you're in need, this is your team. It's my team. It's your team. It's floridatalkrealestate.com. Jimothy, Happy New Year, my brother. Happy New Year, Johnny. And we'll uh, get back at it next Saturday. Florida Talk Real Estate right here on Real Radio.